Plus, we're here. It's going to be a mess, but that's what we do. Yeah, yeah. So let's get this mess started. <laughs> All right. Hey, everybody. Uh, I'm Neil. So uh, Welcome to Beer and Bible. <laughs> I'm Neil, and I can't figure out how intros work. We got this but, shit. Yeah, I'm, I'm Neil, and uh, I'm Encyclopedia Biblitanica. The guy that does all the work on the show. I do a little here and there. <laughs> uh, and this is... Chris, the resident high-functioning alcoholic and official Bible readerer. Sweet. And what are you drinking tonight? I've got my shit pretty much down at this point. Yeah. Because it's only two things. Sometimes only fucking one, like on a tangent night. Yeah. Just the drinker. Just the drinker. Uh, what are you drinking tonight? Tonight is a Tropicanin by... Um, Heavy Seas. Yes. I'm always like... By Loose Cannon, but that's their other beer. That I drink sometimes. So, Tropicana, and it's very tropical fruity IPA. It's, uh, some percentage. It's a good one, though. It's a high percentage. People got to know the percent. What is it? Fucking duck. Where is it? 7.25. Aha. Uh-huh. They usually don't go that deep. Usually it's just 7.2 or 7. Yeah. Like they, they were like 7.25. Going to the hundredths right now. Yeah. <laughs> this is fancy beer. Uh, so right. what are we doing tonight? Uh, tonight we are going to continue in the Gospel of Matthew. We're going to finish up chapter 6, hopefully. Um, I'm going to just full disclosure to any of our listening audience. This is We're Tarantinoing this. Yeah. So uh, on our recording, so we actually... For those of you that don't know what that means. Yeah, so uh, we're recording this out of order. We actually should have a podcast before this. Uh, we're not sure if I'm going to be uh, recording it or if we're going to have a guest speaker come in and do this thing. Uh, we're working that stuff out. So by the time you hear this one, that one should have already been out. Not, so we're going to do it. In we're going to figure it out. You'll, yeah, so you'll just be listening to this going, what in the world with that weird intro? So, but but <laughs> I, I want you to know that just so if you hear the way we talk, it might not flow as easily. We like because to be we're honest. Not, yeah, and we're, we're, not, we're not recording this as linearly that's a word as we would like, but uh, this is the time we had. This is the episode that we had to record. So this was uh, out of order, but on schedule. If that makes any sense, makes sense to me. Um, so a couple podcasts ago, if you can flash back with us uh, to the Lord's Prayer, we were talking about um, uh, about the daily bread, and one of our awesome listeners reached out to me. It was like, "Hey, by the way, you know, here's more information." And as always, if you have more information or insights feel free to reach out to us hit us up on instagram that's usually the best way to, to catch us at beer and bible show um hit us up talk to us let us know something you've read or heard uh or questions uh or um recently we've been getting suggestions on certain shows so you might get to hear something that's not a tangent night but also a break from matthew coming up yeah uh so anyways um somebody reached out to us uh, this would be our friend paul and he was pointing out the Shem Tov, uh, the Hebrew gospel, which I think we've mentioned before. Some people believe that might have been Matthew originally written. or It's it's the gospel of Matthew written in Hebrew. Some people think that was the original one and that Greek was written later. I think we talked about the, that in the introduction to Matthew, but I'd have to go back and look. Anyways, the point of bringing this up is that in that gospel, uh, in that in the Hebrew, it actually, the, the way it translates this daily bread is give us our bread continually. Hmm. So that's that whole, okay. Which one? So, so. Oh, gotcha. Like, day, give us our daily bread versus yeah. give us our bread continually. Yeah, get, keep giving us like the bread. force feed me that shit, God. Yes. Straight. All day, every day. Uh, so that's uh, that's kind of the, the gist of that. Um, so anyways, we are going to jump into this section of Matthew. I got to um, put a disclaimer out, too. Yeah. That, that This filter's doing a great job, but if there's like... 
some like reflux sounds or some coughing that's coming through. It's it's not the vid or anything like that. I've had tacos and beer tonight for dinner, and it's just it's a mess inside here. And this is this new Siete hot sauce that Josh hooked me up with, my brother. It's just it's all fucked up right now. So I'm trying to hold it in, but if anything slips through. <laughs> Because we do this unfiltered and unedited yeah. at this point, <laughs> I do. I, I do enjoy the uh, the accidental product placements that we keep doing here. Like we, the intentional, I know I should be getting paid for some of this shit. You can reach out to our to our non sponsors. Yet <laughs> it would just be hot sauce and beer, which would ruin my life more. Yeah. So uh, if I got it free, if you got it free, I, the intake's bad enough as it is. So if it was just like people load me up with free like products of like beer and hot sauce, I'd probably just fucking die. Yeah, I, I think it'd be funny. Like we need to send these guys, these, both these guys, some beer. Well, only one of us drinks. You'll have to drink <laughs> for two of us. Like, what was the cause of death? I was, I'm pretty sure it was COVID. Like yeah, every all, the, all all twenty people that listen to this show are like that's a fucking lie. It was hot sauce and beer. <laughs> <laughs> motherfucker killed himself. <laughs> Uh, all right. Anyways, oh, okay, we're all yep. Here we so go. we're gonna we're picking up in uh, Matthew. This is chapter six, verse twenty-five. Uh, Therefore, I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or drink. <laughs> How relevant is that? <laughs> or about your body, what you will wear. Is not life more important than food, and the body more important than clothes? All right, so we got a break there. First of all, that's fucking hilarious. Like, you know, the, yeah. the, you know, oh, yeah. considering I'm going to kill myself with hot sauce and alcohol. More so the hot sauce. I feel like it's just going to erode me from the inside out. Hot sauce? I, yeah, probably. Yeah. Mess with the stomach a little bit. Um, so, uh, what, what verse? I don't know how much that was. Oh, that was the first. 25. 25. Oh, that's it. We're doing, okay. Yeah. Uh, Sorry, I got hemmed up there for a minute because I was just like, oh, that was a lot in the first one. It's cool. Well, okay, so so what is this there for on account of? It's because the previous verse uh, has been talking about um, you can't serve God or money. So then it's almost like, okay, wait, wait, wait. So you're telling me serve God first not and money not at all? Then how in the world am I going to survive? Like, it's the, it's the logical conclusion. Right, like, okay. you got to find a balance, right? Yeah, yeah, something like that. That's so, like, nope. Yeah, Jesus comes through with that. No, <laughs> nah, 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 bro. So if, if I can't serve God money, how do I survive? Uh, and then the uh, the I say like that's pretty emphatic. Uh, it says like don't think about it or take no thought. It's kind of like a more Elizabethan feel to it. But um, that would be it. Uh, that would be another way of explaining this. Uh, some of the manuscripts. So Joey, when he's sitting there writing down all of the codices in his dungeon. In the dungeon. Yeah, when he's writing. Um, <laughs> so all the all, all the monks when they used to write this stuff, a lot of the manuscripts left out the word to drink. Don't worry about what it is you're going to eat or drink. They leave, leave out drink. But it's actually found in the early church father writing. So when Christians were first writing about this, they did include it. If that makes like, hopefully that makes sense. Hmm. Um, since uh, since they have the same ending, um, it would probably happen is maybe somebody skipped a line. So, anyways, all all that to say is like, you might say, well, aha, the early manuscripts don't have this, but then everyone talking about it early on did include it. So it makes sense to make to think that it probably did exist yeah. in the earliest writings. Hmm. Um, and we just some good Jewish writing. Mehilta on Exodus sixteen four. Rabbi Simon ben Yo, uh, Yoai, uh, how can a man be uh, sitting studying when he does not know where his food or drink come from, or where he can go get his clothes and covering? So like, it's hard to focus on life when you don't have any of this stuff. Yeah, so. yeah. pretty simple stuff. Like, makes sense that you'd be worried about this crap. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to eat. 
tacos. Yeah, shit's overrated. Don't put the hot sauce in there. They do put the hot sauce in there. You got it. So, of course, it's like what I've learned at this point is standard Jesus fashion. It's like you say something and then you like, for example. Yeah. Well, we've, yeah, he's been doing that through <laughs> the uh, through the um, Sermon on the Mount. He's been doing that. Like, yeah. I'm going to say this. Now I need to give you an example. So 26. Yeah. Look at the birds of the air. They do not sow or reap or store away in barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not much more valuable than they? Who of you, by worrying, can add a single hour to his life? Oh, that's like two big things. So first he says, that, like, look at the birds. They don't give a fuck. Yeah. They're out there. They're living. They're enjoying life. They don't need clothes and, I mean, food or what? I just like how uh, like now we got Jesus promoting some sort of hippie commune. <laughs> like, just retire early. Just, like, go live on the land. Don't worry about anything. So he starts with the Bob Marley thing. Like, don't worry. But there's no, like, be happy <laughs> yet. It's just like, don't do it. Don't worry. Which... <laughs> I don't know. I'm an overthinker, so I'm like, <laughs> anyone who knows, if you've been listening to this and know how much I study, you can imagine my brain just runs all the time. One so, of the disciples is like, fuck yeah, and just rips his robe off. He's just standing there naked next to like the 5,000 or whatever, or 4,000. Funny story is that later on in uh, in one of the other Gospels, they actually talk about one of the disciples running away, and the, uh, and the guards have held on to his robe. So he does so he's run, run. Streaking? Yeah, he streaks. Yeah. yeah. Like the night that Jesus gets arrested, there's a streaker. Oh, well. Get that's... Jewish. And all the Greek people see the, the streaker running by, like, that guy's Jewish. <laughs> see what you did there. Because it was wiener. <laughs> yep. It's always better when you explain the joke. <laughs> um, all right. So uh, another way of saying that is, like, learn carefully from them. Like, this one scholar says that. Luke, uh, the Gospel of Luke, um, a different uh, biography of Jesus, actually uses the word ravens, which might refer to the story of Elijah, who was a prophet, and there's a huge drought, and he didn't have anything to eat, and God provided to for him through... Some ravens. Ravens, yes. He ate ravens. Yeah. No, he didn't eat ravens. Oh. The ravens brought food. Gotcha. Um, gosh, I, we are going... All right, they would probably like, be unclean. We're, yeah, you're right. I, th- I think they are. Yeah, they're they're unclean. And now I'm like, now I'm like, are they unclean? are they unclean? I think Shoot. they're unclean. I'm gonna have to do some research again. <laughs> Anyways, so he, um, so Elijah, so it might be like the whole thing of like, do not worry. Like the, even the ravens will, are provided for. Yeah, and so it might be that like hint and nod back to this Jewish tale, this like historical, uh, not historically the story that the Jewish people know of. Uh, ravens of ravens being a, a symbol of provision based mm. on this older story, so that that could be part of it. Did, was there a raven involved with the whole ark thing? There's just two fucking birds, wasn't it? Yeah, there's like a dove wasn't there a, a dove and a pigeon, or maybe even a raven? The dove's the one that comes Which back one with brought, it all. That's the one that brought. That was the one that stole the show. Yeah, the, gotcha. the that raven fell into the fucking ocean and got swallowed up by a shark, didn't it? Probably something. It like just that. got tired and fucking died. <laughs> that poor raven. Pigeons suck too. I again, I don't know if it was pigeon or raven. I'd have to go back and look at that. Ravens are cooler, except for when they're like sometimes outside the work and they're out of my work and they're like sitting there just like ow ow ow. Yeah. But those might be crows. But I think ravens crows. are pretty close to crows. We have some yeah. big ass crows outside my work. <laughs> we got a bunch. I'm in like this area. four beers deep right now. Yeah, no, I'm just thinking like, we we have a bunch of those around the area. <laughs> oh, well, the other day I, I was driving into my neighborhood and I looked over and I was like, huh. We almost almost saw a murder. <laughs> we have a surplus of crows. Yeah. Somebody should do something about that. Mm-hmm. Um, 
we'll pray to the Lord. We'll see if we can take care of that. I like to try to say. Um, un- uh, unlike what we read in the in the book of Proverbs, which is like wisdom literature, it's, it's almost, I don't know, the Pro- book of Proverbs is in the Old Testament. It's almost like a um, uh, Poor Richard's Almanacs style, like Benjamin Franklin little like, Early to bed, early to rise, makes a man healthy, wealthy, and wise. Something like it's got it's got those sort of stories <laughs> in it. So if you're if you're looking for, did uh, David write that shit too? Uh, Solomon, his son. Okay, cool. I'm, That's cool, with, I'm cool with Proverbs. Then. Solomon and a few others. Like some people uh, think that like we've had David crying for a whole fucking book. Let's switch it up a little. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of crying books, there's a book called Lamentations, like a oh. book of crying, <laughs> of lamenting, the emo book. <laughs> yeah, a book of depression. <laughs> um. So, anyways, uh, is emo still a Zillow, thing? Are you allowed to say emo? emo I, I think so. I don't know why not. Hmm. I don't know. Zoloft to cure your lamenting. <laughs> um, so, uh, the birds of the air do not actually make plans to provide for themselves. The book of Proverbs is like the ravens go there. The birds of the air like provide for themselves. This one it doesn't. Uh, and then just another little Jewish text. This is coming from Midrash Kiddushin four fourteen. Um, have you ever heard? Uh, have you ever seen a wild beast or bird? Who is who has a trade? Yet they go along without difficulty. And uh, were they not created to only to serve me? And I was created to serve my master. Beavers have a trade. They yes, kind of. The not damn really. fine one. Yeah, <laughs> you're stupid. <laughs> I'll be the one to tell the dad jokes here. Yeah, only one of us is dad. Um, <laughs> that we know of. Okay, there's only one of us that's a dad. <laughs> I know how bi- biology works. I went to public school. Um, <laughs> So, uh, so this whole point is, uh, it's, if you understand that an ox works for you and plows the field and helps you out and then you feed it. So when you work for God, your master, quote unquote, like your master, then that feed, then he feeds you. Hmm. That's the, the rabbinic teaching of that one. Gotcha. So again, Matthew's like super Jewy. It's the, out of the four gospels, it's the extra Jewy one. The Jewy one. <laughs> One day somebody's gonna listen to this and get really offended by what we say. No, we love Jewish people. We we do, we do. But I'm just waiting for someone to get offended. This <laughs> they is... just have to listen to the wrong one. Yeah, which is most <laughs> of them. <laughs> um, oh yeah. So the next one, I fired that one off real quick. That 27. Who of you, by worrying, can add a single hour to his life? Um. So yeah, which, which of nobody? You, yeah, yeah. Which of you is I don't inviting your heart attack, diabetes, yeah. so all kinds of stuff. Yeah, so uh, which of you can add something? Uh, it uses the word pehus, pe- pe- uh, literally the forearm, a cubit. Um, cupid? Cupid. Cubit. 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 That's a measurement. S- yes. That's cubit. an old like Bible measurement. Roughly, it's from like your wrist to your elbow. Elbow to the tip of your fingers, I think. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cubit. cubit. So everybody's cubit's a little different. Yeah, yeah. Like my son's cubit would be a teeny little thing, and then mine's a regular sized one. That's from yeah, the arm, yeah, because yeah, yeah, you got right, a short right. arm. Yeah, it's, it's, quit being weird, Neil. It's, <laughs> it's biology. Oh gosh, uh, biology. Biology. Uh, Elikia uh, could mean the age or stage of life. Uh, so this could be a matter of maturity. Like you worrying will not change your level of seniority to to the one that you desire. So it's not like I'm trying to make myself younger. It could be like it can't make your maturity by worrying, like worrying won't help you make a better more mature decision necessarily i disagree because i overthink a whole lot of stuff and that has helped me out all of the times 
Okay, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Jesus might be right on this one. Uh, and then, Damn it, God. And then other people say... <laughs> <laughs> Why are you always right? Uh, other people say that um, like actually worrying can actually lessen your life. Because you're yeah, oh yeah. Worry, so. A heart attack, diabetes. Yeah. Worrying gives is the main cause of COVID. It, <laughs> that's medically proven. <laughs> I, I read it on news media outlets. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, uh, should we do the next one? Yeah, uh, can you do 28 through 30? Yes, sir. And why do you worry about clothes? See how the lilies of the field grow? They do not labor or spin. Yet I tell you that not even Solomon in all his splendor was dressed like one of these. If that is how God clothes the grass of the field, which is here today and tomorrow is thrown into the fire, will he not much more clothe you? O you of little faith... I like that. So this this backs up the nudist thing. <laughs> like, yeah. Next like, time I show up to church, I'll just be like, God will provide. Yes. Butt ass fucking naked and walking in. It's great. People are going to walk in like, what's with Adam over there? <laughs> like walking around pre fall. <laughs> little, little, little pre fall Adam right there. Um, so the uh, the flower uh, for any of you uh, super nerds over there, the Candidum Lilium is probably what he is referring to. Um, or it could be just in the broader. It could just be flowers that are lily-like, lily-ish, lily-ish. Um, and then uh, there are toil and spin. Toil, they don't. They don't do crap. They are the lazy. Yeah, toil flowers. is like working, right? Yeah, yeah. I've never seen a flower do a damn thing except yeah. get eaten by a deer. Really? At least around here, the laziest flowers. Yeah. Uh, there is a flower. <laughs> you are a delicate flower. <laughs> uh, they're not always. Uh, they're not ways that a flower can uh, gain, like become a better look through spinning or purchasing or anything like that. It's just like. Also, flowers are ever changing, so they do change, but they just don't labor work. Um, also, uh, labor like toil. That's like m- what men do, and then spinning is what women do. So in a way, he's like he's kind of addressing both genders, like spinners. So like a dancing thing or something. No, like like. Spinning, um, oh, like, like, ma- like on ma- a, a, a what a loom, a loom, that's right, a loom, yeah, or turning uh hay into gold. That didn't actually happen in the Bible, that's a whole different story. Hmm. I was gonna ask you what the whole alchemy behind that was. I don't know, it's got some guy, I can't remember his name, but he said something about it. He did it, hmm. anyways. Sounds like a liar, yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway, so, so, uh, these, uh, so, so it's in a way addressing both genders without being like. Men, ladies, like he, he's still dressing both of them. Hmm. Um, and then, well, like, and, and when he compares it to Solomon, well, Solomon's situation was really nice. He was actually yeah. the the epitome. It's like Solomon was the freshest of the fresh. Like, like I took, or what did he say? Hold on. Yeah. He says, Solomon in all his splendor was dressed like one of these. So Solomon. Oh, not even Solomon was dressed like one of these. He's yeah. like, that was the freshest motherfucker in y'all's tribe ever, ever. And even he wasn't dressed up like a flower. These yeah. little pieces of shit I sprinkle around. Look how I take care of them. I mean, so in a way, you get a united, uh, you get united Israel behind uh, King Saul, and but you don't really have a palace and all that stuff, starting in a temple and everything else. You you get a palace and things like that with, with David, and like s- settling a capital city and those sort of things. So you see a development of um, we go from uh, confeder- loose confederacy of tribes to a king, but he doesn't have everyone unified as strong. You see kind of the work of, of Saul having to get everyone unified. Then you have David. David has everybody unified. He has a kingdom. He has a palace. He's got the city of Jerusalem, capital city. But it's not until Solomon that Solomon you get took to, over, like, the peak. Like, he got, the, was, he got the best gig out of all of them. Yeah. 
he 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 <laughs> uh riches and he was making all these trade deals like he, he married all those women and we've talked about the before everyone's like oh wives and sex and stuff like i yes okay yeah that, that they didn't have it. sex this is the bible guys <laughs> Calm children down. Are, children are reading this book. yeah i mean you know they um, come from the dirt. If y'all didn't know that, that's yeah. what we believe is that everybody. Yeah, he did it with Adam. So everybody else just crawls out of the dirt like some kind of fucking like fresh looking zombie, <laughs> with all of its skin attached, <laughs> except for the foreskin. Yeah, still got to take care yeah. of that after they <laughs> they come out. I got almost made all of the guys perfect. Like, <laughs> one little adjustment. Yeah, you got to do it yourself. So we this is how we separate the wheat from the chaff, bitches. <laughs> All right, I'm like I've got I'm not drinking, but I've got a crazy idea. Like I just imagine like when you're making a model and you get this little piece of plastic in the end, and you're like you pop it out and you're like almost finished. It's like oh, you just gotta get that last little bit off. Yeah, you gotta just scrape it off to make it look clean. Yeah. So, anyways, so weird. That's how God made man mankind. Um. Uh. So what we're saying with this whole thing is that, uh, that Solomon was in a really good situation. Like, like he. Uh, oh. I'm like I'm so trying to follow our train of thought a second ago. <laughs> it's all over the place. Really crazy. Thank you for listening this far. Uh, the Solomon um, he married all these women so that he made all these uh, alliances with other kingdoms. So he increased trade, and um, not only did he have an amazing economy himself, but he increased trade with other people. So he could get really fine linens and cloths and anything he wanted, or uh, in, in some cases, really nice timber and lumber for some of his building projects so he had the best of the best the nice the nice there was no one came close to this guy that's it oh man we could do a whole thing on solomon but we probably should yeah but anyway so so (laughs) he's saying this is the guy that had all the money and could travel to paris and go to like fashion week in milan or whatever and like get anything he wanted on the top of the world yeah and uh still he ain't shit compared to a little ass flower chilling in the field yeah so uh and, and then like uh did we read the part where they threw it all in the field? Threw it in the fire? Oh, the yeah, field? yeah, yeah. So I'll, I'll go back over that. <clears throat> if that is how God clothes the grass of the field, which is here today and tomorrow is thrown into the fire, will he not much more clothe you, O you of little faith? Love that little stab at the end. A little questioning bitch. Yeah. Will he not? Oh, yeah. you of little faith. It is It is that little, like, like punched everybody else. <laughs> yeah. Um. So... Uh, when wood isn't found, people would actually use the grass to field to heat their ovens. Like it would be like a last resort, second last resort. I don't know. Um, this is kind of cool. There's a, a rabbinic uh, uh, section, or or actually, uh, not rabbinic. Sorry, it was just uh, a commentator said all uh, all esh esh is um uh, or all flesh is grass, and all of its loveliness is, is the uh, is like the flower of the field. The grass uh, withers, the flower fa- fades. Uh, when the breath of the Lord blows upon it, surely all people are grass. Uh, in rabbinic literature, Solomon's lavish meals are used as a measure of his true wealth. Like, man, it, like you walk in, you see a Thanksgiving meal, and you're like, "What? Do we get Solomon coming for dinner?" Like a little like comment, like, uh, yeah. "Oh man, you got this is a this is a real." Like, it'd be like uh, a um, I don't think a fast food train chain being like, "Do you want to supersize that?" No, give me a Solomon size. Like, okay, we got to up it uh, up it a little bit, <laughs> make it fancier and nicer. We're just gonna give you everything that's made right now and in the next two hours. Yeah. And make it even fancier, not just like quantity, but fanciness. Dip it in gold. Um, yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna eat it, and maybe die. But wasn't I still there a rapper gold. that ate like a yeah um, two chains, dude? Yeah, he ate a gold donut. Yeah. Okay, so that would be a Solomon donut. 
Yeah. Most expensivest. Yes. Damn, that's another plug. We should be getting paid for this. Yes. Uh, so another uh, rabbinic saying, Rabbi Eliezer the Great, which is an awesome in, like name. Like, uh, Why am I not the great? I'm just Neil, the guy. You're pretty great, Dad. Yeah. Uh, oh. <laughs> uh, the Great declares, whoever has a piece of bread in his uh, basket says, what shall I eat tomorrow? Uh, belong, uh, belongs only to uh, to them, uh, our little faith. Like, so anyone who's like, oh, all I have is one, but like, you already have bread in front of you, and you're worried about what you're going to have tomorrow. Yeah. And so this rabbi's like, you've got little faith. Like, you already have what you need. It's not like, oh, I don't have any bread, and I don't know what's going to happen tomorrow, and I'm worried about it. Like, you got it right there. Um, and then uh, the Semeron, Semeron, a day may be related to the Lord's Prayer, like, give us day, this day our daily bread. So reminding us again of, like, I got you. Yeah, we got you. Remember <laughs> this. Little faith. Uh, it's actually not uh, those who don't have faith. It's more like, um, it's just uh, this phrase, like it is actually quantifying how much faith somebody has. Um, it's also an odd time to to throw out grass. It uses a symbol of human fragility. Uh, suddenly Jesus is like using it to show worth. Usually he's like, you know, throwing away. And now it's like, you are, you are valuable. So it is yeah. a little weird play on things. Um, so. Yeah. Hmm. Kind of, kind of a strange take. Keep, keep us rolling. Um, I got it. I got it. I got to find my spot again. Okay, thirty-one. <clears throat> so do not worry, saying, "What shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or what shall we wear?" For the pagans run after all these things, and your heavenly Father knows that you need them. But seek first His kingdom and His righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. Hmm. Is that the end of the chapter? That's the end of the chapter. So I was was like, I was trying to remember if that was the end of it. Uh, I don't have a Bible in front of me. I only have the notes. He's he's winging it. Yeah. I'm reading it. Yeah. Well, a good division of labor here. Um, (laughs) So uh, Matthew uses, again, uses the Gentiles as a negative comparison, which is like, (laughs) damn it. That's me. That's you. Yeah. That's us. Um, I feel... Attacked. It it is interesting because like is the Matthean Jesus is a little bit it comes off slightly racist because he keeps like <laughs> not them and, and towards know, everyone except for the Jewish people mm-hmm. like he's like no no like Jesus came to you first what about everybody else well they they like Jesus is a huge I mean he lets them in I guess but <laughs> no there, there's a lot more nuance to to Jesus uh, the Matthean Jesus but something to, to point out is again the Matthew and when I say Matthean Jesus it's it's we are reading therefore canonized or four official biographies of Jesus, Christianity approved biographies of Jesus. One of them is Matthew. So we're talking about his view on, on Jesus. It's going to be different than Joe, uh, John's, which is the Johannine. Also, if this sounds confusing to you, refer back to one of our really old episodes on hermeneutics. We done hermeneutics. I think we did one a while back. I don't think we ever did And it, we touched on it with Joey a little bit, I'm pretty oh, sure. Oh, okay. Then maybe it's a Joey thing. I don't think we've ever we've no. ever done hermeneutics on the podcast. Really? No. Nope. We've done it so many times. We've on in the in the real life thing. In the real life. So uh again, we we have a uh, group that meets that um we do regularly and yep. uh so when you're four beers in, it's hard to remember what's what's real, <laughs> what's real and what's, what's fake. <laughs> what's real and what's on a podcast. I think I'm tripping now. Four Tropicana and everybody. Tropicana and <laughs> heavy seas. Seven point two five paired with tacos and oh, hot sauce. Siete. Um all right. So anyways, what we're saying is that like is that you have these different uh 
people who are writing about Jesus, and so they're going to have different takes on him or different viewpoints or different ways of explaining what Jesus is like. So this is Jesus explaining it. It's kind of like if you listen to Chris and I explain Jesus, and then you go talk to a pastor— they're going to have... Don't a... mention anything we said. <laughs> yeah. They're going to call the police. Yeah. But you, you understand that there's going to be a difference in how we explain him and, and other people. Um, it doesn't mean we're looking at two different Bibles or anything else. It's just our understanding and our, our viewpoint of it. Um, so it's always good to, to... And one of the benefits of reading four Gospels is that you're able to get a more three-dimensional picture. It's kind of like... Now I'm thinking 3D glasses. you got like the red lens and the right, and the blue lens. You can't you look, do the one-eye thing. Yeah. But if you put put them on, you like see both. It's like whoa, whole other picture to it, or more like depth to it. Yeah. Um. So in the same way, uh, the Matthew Matthew and Jesus talks about this, and so the Matthew and Jesus seems to bring up this more anti like, don't be like the Gentiles. <laughs> but he also tells us later on not to be like the Pharisees. So Jesus he's all like, over. The yeah, place. he's got like carving his own new new way. But anyways, um, Sabbath. Uh, we're not we're not uh, not really sure the prayers. Um. This could be uh, similar to a, a, a Sabbath prayer. Um, the the prayers were said on the uh, the on Saturday for Jewish people, but the prayers um, from long ago say that the Sabbath is a gift uh, from God unto His people. Like, mm. like you're blessed, take rest, and all these things, and that it is considered a gift. So some, some people look at it and go like, "Oh, on Sabbath you can't do this, this, and this." And they list out all the you can't do, uh, but other people see it as, "Oh my gosh, this is really freeing." I mean, if you've ever if you've ever been in a safe situation where you can turn off your cell phone and have people no one contact you for a day, like it's pretty restful. Oh yeah. Unless you're super depressed and nobody contacts you and then it's like, oh wow, like no Neil, you're just reminding me about how nobody likes me. In which case <laughs> I'm sorry. Um anyways, uh so the the word when it goes seeking, uh it's this comparative, it's almost like this this idea of continuously can keep seeking. It's a really cool tense and verse that you a uh, verb like that you have in um in Greek that's not really common and uh and we don't really have an exact same form of it in English we have to use more words to describe it so this is like this keep on like continuously seeking and seeking and seeking um like uh some interpreted this as like eschatological looking to the, towards the end times like seek forward to when the Lord comes and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> um, kingdom of righteousness, uh, the righteousness of the kingdom. Um, it's kind of interesting because the masculine pronoun, like some people are like, oh, well, is this the, the righteousness? Is this describing the kingdom? The problem is in Greek, again, you've got gender similar to French or Spanish. And uh, the um, the masculine pronoun, like the righteousness of the kingdom doesn't quite work for a feminine noun. Uh, so maybe the righteousness that we're seeking is actually the um, the God's righteousness, uh, which might take us back to chapter five, verse forty eight, um, which is uh, which is that whole thing of be perfect as your heavenly Father is perfect. Ah. So it's, it's so it could be like God saying talking about loving other people and seek first His righteousness, seek how to love people. Don't worry about all this other shit. Yeah, like. and, and we were talking about. Uh, I think that that was in, in reference to loving everybody. Yeah. Um, don't look only after your own, but love everybody. So maybe it's like a, like a throwback to that, like a reminding you of that verse. Um, and, uh, or in contrast to the, uh, uh, the kind from, uh, the being like, don't be like the scribes and the Pharisees in chapter five, verse 20. So I know this is a whole lot, but just roll with us. This is, what, <laughs> this is something that we start to see that Jesus is doing is making reference to things. But there's this idea of seeking out righteousness, and righteousness in um, in 
the math the Mathian sense is generally referring to an actual action and doing good things, doing right things. So I think we've talked about this before. Then later on in Christianity, we will have these developments of imputed righteousness or a righteousness of Jesus that's then given or um, credited towards Christians that believe into it, believe into him that they are quote unquote righteous, um, considered righteous, even though they haven't done anything. That is that is I'm not disagreeing with that. Christian concept. I just want to make it very clear that that is not generally how Matthew uses it. Um, if you'd like to argue with me about that later on, that's fine. I could be wrong, um, but uh, that seems to be a pattern. Hmm. Um, or, you know, I could be just uh, sticking to this pattern saying every time I see righteousness in Matthew being like, no, that's righteousness. But anyways, right behavior. This is kind of like good behavior. Um, and then, uh, so then, you know, what's promised here? I'm going to give you a hint. The things that are promised here, not going to be jumbo jets. That's not the reward <laughs> that you are going to get. This is don't even worry about your clothes. You're not, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're not be, getting anything like material in this. You're going to be naked on a jumbo jet. <laughs> um, so not worrying about your needs uh, uh, for today isn't too new. We've already talked about that. Um, uh, don't worry about tomorrow. Uh, basically, when uh, that's today, God's going to deal with it. Like, don't, like, Right now, worry about today and have God deal with that. And then yeah. tomorrow when you wake up, that's going to be tomorrow's problem. And, and tomorrow's God will handle that. Like, <laughs> oh, man. It makes me think of Calvin and Hobbes. I'm always saying, oh, yeah, wait, tell, tell me. Oh, Calvin and Hobbes, he, he, uh, he doesn't want to do his homework, so he decides to assign it and have future Calvin do his homework. <laughs> and then he gets into his, um, his uh, uh, time machine. And he travels forward and, and like, basically, like, then that Calvin decided to give it to future Calvin there. So they just keep <laughs> passing it to future Calvin and procrastinating. Oh, man. So. Oh, yeah. That, that plays even into it even more. Like, for me and Stacy, it's like, or me and, like, multiple people around me, it's this thing of, like, future, sta- uh, or actually I call it drunk Stanley and sober Stanley. Yeah. And like, drunk Stanley's always screwing over sober Stanley. <laughs> I'll be like, damn it, where is that? Like, I can't find it. But like the other day, I was at work, yeah, and opened up my backpack and I was looking for something. I can't remember what I was looking at, but I was like, oh, drunk Stanley finally hooked me up, and I found a beer, like a hazy IPA can, and a pack of gummies in my backpack. Oh, sweet! I don't princess gummies. They're gummies. Yeah, drunk Stanley hooked sober Stanley up for once. I'll take them as long as those are kosher gummies. I'm down. So it was nice. So I don't know if they were kosher. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I ate things, them and they were great. We Actually, they were kind of shitty. They were the cheap ones that kind of get stuck in your teeth. Oh, but I mean, I ate them. Yeah, washed them down with the beer. Yeah, not at work. I put it in the fridge at work, and then I had the beer later. Okay, yeah, whatever you got to tell us. Yeah, was <laughs> being recorded. Man, whatever you got to tell us. Um, so yeah, some some of the rabbinic materials that are on this thing. Uh, so uh, yeah. The, the rabbis, um, you know what? I'm going to hang on to this, and uh, hopefully, when we get the the podcast or get the um, blog back up and running, uh, apologize to everybody. Uh, we've not quite got that back in in on the roll or like it's 2020, guys. Things are weird right Things now. Things are are crazy. <laughs> Quit my job, started a new career path. It's weird. So it's been uh, get a lot of things going. It's been it's it's been a wild ride, and like I've been doing breeding. He's been trying to yeah, (laughs) he's got he's trying to keep a kid alive. So uh, (laughs) he says that's more important than writing blog posts of scholarly (laughs) nature. But he's getting he's got to make his decisions. Uh, Uh, Um, 
Yeah, so I, I'm not really sure what to, to tell you of this. Like, it does seem kind of Buddhist or, like, Eastern, like, ah, oh, yes, philosophy. Like, as long as you just focus on good things, then all things will be taken care of. Like, yeah. it's kind of relaxed. Don't worry about tomorrow. Don't worry about wearing clothes. Don't worry about any of that shit. Yeah. Just love everybody around. This is, the, like, the hippiest one yet, I think. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, this is good Portland Jesus. Is there anything like radical in this, or that would have been considered radical at the time if you were a Pharisee or Sadducee, like sitting on the sidelines listening to this? I mean, you could sit there and argue that it sounds strange compared to um, some of the proverbs because he's he, definitely he's definitely dropping some na- like he's definitely keeping so like everything every time he like says something crazy he always like or not crazy something like off the cuff he always drops some like. Old Testament knowledge is like, no, but I do know who what I'm talking about, and I'm very learned. <laughs> like, I, he might be by maybe mentioning towards, uh, hinting towards Solomon. Yeah. Might be a, th- a thing. Um, was anything incredibly radical where you would just be like, oh, if you were staying on the sidelines as like a political, like religious figure, like a Sadducee or Pharisee? Uh, it could be. You know, we, we've read so much tonight, and in the past, when we've been going through the Sermon on the Mount, sometimes what he's been said, what he said, has either been said later on by rabbinic sources, yeah, or it might have been said even prior before him by rabbinic sources. Yeah. So we're not really saying that. Does this actually seem kind of tame to me? Yeah, as far it, as... it is fairly tame, but I think it might be is that we're. It's better to read it in, um, in tandem with the podcast that has yet to be recorded before this one. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. Uh, where. It's in response to um, this idea of serving God versus money, mm-hmm. and if you're and and the question is that well then how am I supposed to survive? Yeah, if you're telling me no, don't don't do it this right. way, then how do you do it that way? And so yeah. I think I think that so that in itself is pretty yeah and crazy I, or it, radical. Is it any less radical than it is today? I mean, um, hey, make sure you invest in your 401k. Do this, do this, do this, yeah. and you go. No, I'm just not gonna like worry about it or get worked up about it. I'm just gonna really just seek after the Lebowski mindset. Yeah. <laughs> I could, I definitely couldn't have two kids on that kind of mindset. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I don't, I, I mean, yeah, I guess from what God's saying in this thing, like, yeah, I can. Yeah. But that's I, a fucking big jump. Um, I, this has not been very strong in my experience. Like at least nothing's running off the top of my head. So Chris and I generally, when you listen to this, we, we don't really talk much about our own personal spirituality yeah. and uh, experiences. Um, but for me, I've I've yet to be in a situation where um, I've sacrificed or sought uh, out the God first, and then as a result was magically, mythically rewarded in a tangible way where I can see an easy correlation. Mm-hmm. And I'm not sure that's exactly what he means here. I'm not. I can't tell you that right, right, he does right. or does not mean that. In fact, what I'm talking about with the jumbo jets is I'm, this is not about that. Yeah. Um. Uh. I think later on we, we start talking about like Jesus saying you can have anything you want. People are like, see that I mean that's about jumbo jets, and other people are like, no, it's not. It's not about jumbo jets. It's like you're wanting the wrong shit. <laughs> yeah, and I'm, I'm, my thinking is this is not about that. Like there are other verses to discru- to discuss and argue whether or not God gives you abundant stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, this is morally ju- more so just talking about God giving you what you need for that day. It's talking about very daily stuff. Yeah, we're probably imagining a group of people that are fairly impoverished. Um, and, and just in, in, even if they're not impoverished, even if they're just lower class, um, in this fishing village or anything else, they, they might still be able to, to relate to that. Because I think there was a time when, um, I was working part-time as a lifeguard and, uh, I was in my twenties. Um, I graduated college in 2009 during the big crash 
of the economy and I had a degree in Bible. So um, talk about marketable skills. <laughs> I had a, a bachelor's in Bible and Mandarin Chinese. Like no, no real marketable skills at this point. And, uh, and there is a concern about like, okay, how am I going to make it? Like what happens when my car breaks down? Well, I know I call Chris, but, <laughs> uh, but that was a, a real struggle for me to, to work on that. Now, was I living day to day? I had enough money to buy food the next day. But it was still a struggle and a desire to do better financially. Yeah. I think to go uh, further. But I can't tell you whether or not this is practical or if this is spiritual blessing. Yeah. Um, I do understand. I can at least say that the idea of seeking out righteousness in this ta- uh, case, and perhaps the description of righteousness is basically looking back at the Sermon on the Mount as an entirety and saying, Jesus is saying, if you want to be righteous, do these things. Yeah. And trying to live this out. Hmm. So, I don't know. That's my day. What do you have any thoughts on your spiritual? Your, experience in life or your thoughts on this uh no it's not no but it's like not right now okay i'm still struggling with the beer and hot sauce thing yeah yeah so pray for me yeah will do (laughs) um so anyways i hope you guys kind of enjoyed this as we looked into this uh hopefully you got a little bit more than just the latin correct name for the uh flower um (laughs) Or you at least got a good recommendation for some hot sauce out of, yeah. out of tonight. Uh, kind of a straightforward one. Yeah. But hopefully we get the context of Jesus speaking to a crowd of people that aren't, uh, don't have the largest income and some of their concerns. And again, I think this is again going to be better once we have the other podcast up to where you can actually listen to them in order. Uh, yeah. Again, we have not recorded them in order. So this next one could be, that one could have been really weird. I don't we're, know what you're We're working on it. We're going to keep you, we're going to keep you folks. Maybe not happy, yeah. but we'll keep we'll keep you there. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, look forward to it because um, we're moving into chapter seven next. So yeah, thank you guys for tuning in, um, checking us out. As always, if you want to make some comments or talk a little shit or just say hey, uh, suggestions, anything, you know, um, hit us up beerandbubble dot com, Instagram, Facebook. Just look for the mug and the cross, and see y'all later.